This is Robin Frampton and you're listening to me on Above and Beyond. Hi all, it's Mike Myers with another episode of Above and Beyond, brought to you by the Re-Engineering Australia Foundation. We strive to engage, inspire and educate students, teachers and industry about the career pathway options that exist in the fields of science, technology, engineering and maths. We're driven to create the next generation of innovators who will build Australia's economic future. Determining which career to follow can be a daunting task. Many students leave the decision to the last moment, and I've seen that with my own children, uh, usually either after they receive their final exam results alternatively once they receive a few general reminders like I see McDonald's is looking for some new new people or we're planning our next holiday without you. It's essential that students engage with the industry as much as possible prior to leaving school uh, both as a method of building career knowledge and more importantly to simplify and smoothen the transition to the world of work. Many industries have gone through dramatic change in recent years. The underlying employability skills needed by students however have not changed that much. Teamwork, collaboration, communication and resilience, skills that are transferable between industries, have become more important to employers than the capacity to understand the science of things, which can be learned on the job. Industries can change much faster than the image they have historically projected. The set of industries that has changed dramatically has been the sign, graphics and print industry. One theme is backroom industries. As society has come more to realise the increasing importance of communication, they've migrated into high-tech, high-visibility and highly diverse industries, which now offer a range of incredible career options for students. Here to talk about changing face of these industries is Robin Frampton from Visual Connections. Visual Connections is the professional association which represents the technology suppliers for the print graphics and sign industry. Welcome, Robin. This is the second chance we've had to have a chat. The first was on the topic of the importance of marketing and communication. But in this instance, we're keen to take that a step further and look at how the marketing and communication students undertake in their STEM projects at school can transition them directly into a career. So again, thank you and welcome. Thank you. Great to be here. Visual Connections. What's the role of Visual Connections in the commercial world and why is there interest in engaging students? Well, as you said earlier, Mike, the Visual Connections is an association and we represent the suppliers to the print and graphic communication sector. That is some of the biggest names that you might know from office printers or those sorts of markets. They're involved in a whole lot of things, place names like Roland and Konica Minolta and Kodak. So they're familiar names and they're very much involved in this sector. And so our representation of them also includes obviously their clients who are at the coalface of, of the industry producing printed products, producing sign and display products and a whole range of products which probably the students and teachers and others listening to this podcast would not even have associated with 
uh, print and signage. The industry is incredibly diverse. I mean, I, when I when you were talking then, I was just starting to think about even the stuff we do with F1 and the impact it can have on people. And even the other day when Lewis Hamilton changed the car, the colour of the Mercedes from silver to black, it was about displaying a huge image and it had an impact way beyond um, just the F1 race. And I think that's probably a great example of how important this industry has now become. That's right. And, th- and that change would have been affected by signage professionals. And I know that when we have students and in fact, anybody who walks through one of our exhibitions, because one of the things that we do is run exhibitions for the sector, that car wrapping, that wrapping of vehicles, and you can even see it out on boats and on planes, you see Qantas jets that are completely wrapped. And that's all one facet of the, the printed signage industry where Basically, they're producing these large decals, large stickers, which go on the outside of vehicles to change branding or to get messaging across. And you're right, it's, it's really important. It's, a, it's a, a really exciting part of our industry. My first interaction with stickers, I might say, they used to come out of a Kellogg's Cornplex packet when I was a kid. But the, the technology that even goes in before you get the sticker in your hand is quite complex. Labels and packaging is a huge area. And if, if you're looking at, I think when people think about print in particular, they tend to think of the publishing side of things. They think of books and magazines and newspapers, and they see that as a shrinking sector. But when you consider not only the packaging side of things, so and that includes everything from the tiny, teeny labels that I met a man that in New Zealand who does nothing but produce the, those tiny labels that you get on pieces of fruit, and right through to flexible packaging and pouches that are produced on on substrates. They're, they're recyclable, they're environmentally friendly, they're lightweight. We, you know, that, that whole area and then all the tags and tickets and the shelf displays, the price ticket, the point of sale displays at the end of the aisles in the supermarket or in your retail outlet, all of that is part of the print and sign and display industries. I, I call it the, the invisible industry or an industry that hides in plain sight. They're things that we come into, every person in Australia comes into contact with print multiple times every day. We'd find it difficult to function, difficult to live our daily lives without the signs that direct us as to where we're going. The, the exit signs in, a, in a, um, a building, a building can't open without those exit signs, such a, an important and integral part of the whole construction and delivery process. We couldn't find our favourite products if they didn't have labels, if they didn't have packs, if they didn't have that information. We couldn't find the instructions on how to use a new piece of tech if we didn't have instructions on the outside of the pack or the, the, the piece of paper that goes inside that says plug it in here, turn on this button, here's the troubleshooting. So it's deeply embedded and a vital part of every day for every Australian. And it's an exciting multifaceted industry and one that we're always looking for fabulous people, clever people, and passionate people to be involved with. And that's really why, getting back to your earlier question, that that's why we're so committed to working with students at, through projects like uh, REAs. 
Back in my engineering career, I don't think people understand the level of engineering that goes on behind it. I probably had a couple of experiences. One, I worked for Gadsden or Gadsden Pacific Can, and we used to print aluminium cans. And the machines that would print the cans would be printing cans at 800 cans a minute. And we had a couple of machines, and we had a team of engineers just keeping those machines going and understanding how you can print on something that's moving at the point where you can't see it. It's just a blur, and you've got to print those things. And then I went on to work at Lee Martin, where we printed cigarette packets, which I won't talk about, but um, we, we printed money and, and stamps and uh, a whole stack of things there. And the, uh, we built a printing plant out of Botany that we spent $25 million on. And we had a team of engineers just keeping that going. And so the careers that fit around the print signage and graphics industry is absolutely huge. And I don't think that it has become silent. We don't we don't realise just how many careers are there. So you know, I'd have to say my career started in, in print as well and I never expected it to. So No, well, you and I are both aligned on that because my career started, I did public relations, marketing communications and ended up in the print industry because I took a job in there. And I think it's two things that, that you've just made me think of. One is that there's a lot of ways to enter an industry and we'll probably get onto this a little bit later talking about specifics, but it's not just about vocational training. So training to be a printer or training to be a, a sign professional or, or whatever. You can actually pursue your passion, whether that be engineering or IT or whatever that might be, or marketing, whatever that might be. And then the print industry, the sign industry, like all other industries, requires those professionals. We need marketing professionals. We need sales professionals. We need engineers. I mean, just the, the structural signage that, that goes into you know, pylon signs and illuminated signage, that side of the industry, it's an engineering project, basically. And the ability to read those, those building plans and to understand what's happening and to calculate tolerances and make sure that the, the, the weight can be supported, all of those things are an integral part of, of that sort of fabrication and installation side of the signage industry. But the other thing that you brought up with, with Lee Martin, the printing of money, I mean, that's a fascinating print job, you know, the, the mint that prints money. And that made me think of the huge area in, it, it's now across packaging and, and money, that security printing, anti-counterfeiting measures, security features built into packaging that allow product verification, brand verification, that allow sophisticated track and trace capabilities whereby packages can carry built-in antenna so that each item can be tracked and traced using technology. Then there's a whole IT support behind that. There's different kinds of inks. There's literally invisible ink that we use embed codes and like watermarks into packaging so that brands are protected from counterfeiting and we can verify the authenticity of product. So that's a whole other area of the industry where we really need IT and those sorts of professionals to develop these things, not to mention the chemists to develop the, the ink formulations, the substrates that they go on to. So it's a, it's a very diverse kind of industry. You made me think then about you know, walking to Lee Martin because they also did scratchies, the start of scratchies. And, and I was just watching on Stan on Netflix a, a week ago, the thing about McDonald's, uh, McDonald's, I think, where they actually got someone infiltrated the security and was actually giving away million dollar prizes from McDonald's. Uh, and they went through the whole process and it started a few years ago. So 
when they started doing that, they then realised just the importance of the engineering and, and science and tracing of problems went, went right through the whole corporation. It cost them hundreds of millions of dollars. That's like that's that's one back end, and then there's a whole range of other. There's image recognition technologies. There's virtual reality, augmented reality. A, a lot of these areas now impinge directly on print and sign, where we want to launch the viewer from the real world, from a printed page or from a sign, into a virtual world or an extended world, where we can increase the messaging, you point your phone at a QR code that's printed on a pack and you get a product demonstration that downloads directly to your phone. Or you might get directions to to where to go to, to get the product. There's the whole area of printed electronics, which is just, it's just exploding. And with 5G technologies coming on board and the Internet of Things, that's going to be incredibly important to the miniaturization of products. Your phone probably has a printed screen, an OLED screen. That's organic printed electronic. There's enormous things happening in the world of photovoltaics or, or solar capture devices. Again, printed solar cells, those sorts of areas and the, the ability to put a substance on a substrate, which is essentially what printing is, but using conductive materials and engineering those solutions, designing and engineering those solutions so that we can have technology miniaturised we can have thinner and lighter and more flexible products. Those things are just so valuable in the world of the future. And that will allow for these things to be embedded in things like packaging. If you want your fridge to tell you when your milk reached its use-by date, the fridge can be enabled, but the milk packet also has to be enabled so that it can be read by the appliance. So that whole Internet of Things is going to rely heavily on printed technology. Well, 3D printing, I mean, that's, that started off in another area but ended up being an adaptation of printing or inkjet printing and a few other different kinds. So it's amazing what's coming out of it. That, again, is an area that relates back into print and that's now being used for things like building up surfaces. So we have some print technologies where multiple layers of an ink or a varnish can be laid onto surfaces to create a texture. So that might be used for interiors, printed interiors, so wallpapers or bench surfaces. Again, those wraps where you have a, a nice texture embedded into the surface or signage, braille. We need to create signage that has braille elements and that requires that 3D component. So there's, there's a range of different areas where all of these technologies come together and that's where there's so many opportunities for smart young people who can imagine solutions for the future and then draw on all of these, pull all these technologies together and use print to create those sign display and, and print solutions that will enable that world of the future. It's funny, and when I even think myself, you're making me think, because even though I was in the industry, I was thinking about things, but it really is the industry where there's an, a lot of opportunity for innovation and for people oh, to yeah. come up with and create new things. I mean, if you go into the rail industry, then you're limited because you've got to build a, a 
train and a train track and it's a big things. But if you go into the print industry, you could end up doing anything. Here's another one, textiles, printed textile, soft signage. It can be, it's lightweight. It can be rolled up easily. It doesn't get damaged. I mean, a lot of the the people that we've seen in the F1 in schools as, as a judge, some of them have discovered how fabulous soft signage is because you can roll it up, you can fold it up and it pops back out. It's beautiful, but also you're wearing a shirt. I can see looking at you on my screen, you're wearing a shirt with with printing on it. So you get branded merchandise, promotional product, but also just the clothes that you buy from the retailers often they're fabric print. So the fashion industry, soft furnishings, curtains and wallpapers, all of those sorts of things are print. Here on this shirt alone, there's um, the logos here are um, stitched, but on the shoulders it's a, a printed-on material and then on the back the sign's done in a laid-up plastic, an ironed-on kind of material. And so just in the shirt I'm wearing, it's a half a dozen different kinds of print. That's right. And you'll find a lot of people that are printing to textiles also do that embroidery. And this is where you get this multifaceted approach where it's about delivering solutions for the end customer. And that can pull in a whole range of different things, robotics and automation. If you want to produce things in high volumes, then you're going to need that whole infrastructure, production and workflow technologies, management information systems, robotics and automation. It is all part of of this package. So what I guess I'm saying to anyone listening is it doesn't really matter what you're interested in and where your skill set lies. I'd be confident in saying that we can find a place for you in the print sign and display industries. My brain's spinning as you talk about this. And, and I was just thinking about the science. And I, again, being an engineer, I've been buried in a lot of that. But I just thought about, I bought a bottle the other day where the packaging had been heat shrunk around the packet. And, and I'm thinking, well, they've actually had to use the science of understanding how it's going to shrink. So they've actually printed it in an expanded mode so that when it shrinks, it's the logos are all correct. And there are very sophisticated software systems sold by some of our, our members at, at Visual Connections, some of the suppliers to the industry that actually calculate that that how that's going to conform around a, a shaped pack. Or sometimes they do what to what you did with, with printing the cans, but there are now technologies to actually print to shape. It's called direct to shape printing whereby the printing is jetted or applied directly to the finished product. So again, that involves calculating how that's going to hit the surface at a range of different angles. And, and sometimes that is like a 360 degree process whereby the ink hits the surface from all angles in order to print direct to a product. That's something which we're seeing a lot of with the, the environment and sustainability. One of the biggest problems is actually separating out materials. So if you wrap something in something else and you see this with the takeaway coffee cup, you've got the paper product, but then it has a plastic liner usually, which means that the, the product can't be recycled because you can't it's too hard to take the plastic, separate the plastic from the paper. So there's a whole lot of science and a whole lot of R&D going on in, in the packaging sector and, and other areas like specialised textiles so that you can either develop products which 
are a single source product and meet the performance criteria without having to use multiple layers of product, which are difficult then to recycle, or which allow you to use multiple materials, but do it in a way where they can be separated out easily. That's that's huge in, in label and packaging because once you put a label onto a pack, you've got two different materials. And in order for the pack to be recycled, there has to be a separation of those materials. And so the whole process behind that and the science behind that is another huge area of research. Yeah, Lee Martin, one of the things that we used to do, aluminising plastic. So we'd, we'd put in a vacuum and melt aluminium and it would aluminise the thing. And then we're also making a lot of materials. Again, things coming back to memory here that when we used to make uh, chip packets, they were made up of seven layers of material and one layer was a PVDC layer which really stops anything in the atmosphere from leaking into and out of a chip packet so your chips don't go stale and I mean, we had a team of um, I had 13 engineers just working for one organisation just on some of this technology it's quite remarkable that level of science and I, I think maybe we haven't told enough kids about it. Yeah I was fortunate enough to go over to Label Expo in Brussels last year and you talk about your head spinning, just seeing the solutions and the technologies from the materials and the substrates and the chemistry and the, and the science behind those through to the application technologies and that whole area of the industry. And it, it doesn't really matter which aspect of print you look at. It's just this very, very complex, multi-layered industry where you get these fabulous outcomes. And, and one of the things I love about the industry is you can actually point to something and say, I made that. I had a part in that. Whether you design it and send it to a, an output device for it to be printed or fabricated, or whether you're involved in that actual manufacturing process, whether you're designing the inputs to that and all the, the consumables or that kind of aspect to it. But this is a very physical industry and it's an industry where you can say, that's what we do. And you can point to something and you can show people how it impacts their lives. And that, that's a, a really, it, it's really exciting to be part of an industry like that. Perception is that a lot of that kind of packaging industry is kind of come back to Australia now. We realise that the importance of having that kind of industry here and, and there is a, a huge numbers of ways of getting into it. So if you're talking to a student, how would you, how would you want to go about getting into it? Is it something that you have to go seeking or is it going to land in your lap? Again, I think a bit of both. I mean, you and I both ended up in, in the industry without trying. So it, clearly that could happen and I'm sure it can still happen now. I think that probably what I would say to, to students and to teachers is be aware of the industry because Often, just as hopefully you'll go away from this podcast and you will start to see print and print businesses everywhere you look because they are everywhere, you just don't notice them, you will also then be primed to see opportunities in the industry. If you want to train to be a printer or a sign maker, there's the what I would call the traditional path. So you can you can look, there's some fantastic courses at through TAFE, apprenticeship courses. So Ultimo in Sydney and Homes Glen in Melbourne and others in the other states whose names I can't remember just off the top of my head, but that's certainly a great place to start. And there are other registered training organisations, private organisations that also offer courses in this area. The industry, often you'll find people getting into the industry via graphic design. So that, that's a huge source of, particularly for the sign and display in industry. And there's a lot of engineers not only working in particularly 
the science sector, but also on that sort of service and tech support side of the broader industry. And that makes me think also about the ability that this industry gives you to run your own business. Not all industries can do that. Not all industries are suited for you to set up your own business. We've got so many small businesses, some running out of out of their homes, out of a garage. This is this is an industry that's that's easy to access in that respect. And it's global. So you can take your skill set and you can travel the world. Uh, my colleague Peter was telling me about a, a guy he knew in Queensland who trained in the sign industry and he was into the Tour de France and cycling and he took himself over and there's apparently a way that you can cycle behind the riders and and do the Tour de France following following the uh, following the riders and he ended up running a sign business in France and has since traveled all around the globe pursuing his passion for for cycling but also working in the industry because there it's a transferable skill set so i think that vocational angle is one that certainly gives you a lot of opportunities but if your passion is engineering if your passion is marketing if you want to pursue it or robotic or pure science really then there's no reason why once you've completed those areas, there are not going to be opportunities for you in this industry. Don't discount it. Be aware of the industry and be aware of the opportunities. If, if I think about the analogy of walking down the road and looking at different companies and saying, oh, would I, would I apply for a job there? I want to apply for a job there. I think historically people haven't realised exactly what was behind the door as an industry. And I think for kids, if they leave their mind open and they see a company, go and knock on the door and find out about it. They might find what's hiding behind. It's like a, a Wizard of Oz, you know, they're so, down the yellow brick road and there's so much happening down there that they don't know about until they actually go in the door. And, and I think it's a, a job to turn around and get kids to understand just the opportunities that exist in these industries. They've been a bit quiet, I think, um, in terms of selling themselves. I think that's right too, which is ironic really when you consider that we spend so much of our time as an industry promoting other people and brands and products. So it, it is a little ironic. We've, we, we haven't done a great job of that over the years. But also I think it's just a, a function of, of awareness. One of the greatest things that you can take into life, I think, is a sense of curiosity and to try and maintain that, that joy of discovery about things. And if you have a sense of curiosity, like you say, it's about opening the door and asking the questions, asking people what they do. And that would be as true for any other industry as it is for, for print, sign and display. I think the ability to explore and create your own opportunities by talking to people is something you you talked about soft skills earlier. That's really, it's about getting out there. It's about finding out what's happening, talking to people and creating opportunities, having conversations. The the world of the future is going to be built on, on collaboration and innovation. And that's why we need kids like the ones who are currently engaged with, with REA and who currently are involved with F1 in schools and the other programs. We need those, those people and those skills. We need you to come and engage with our industry, with other industries, and bring your skill set and your your ideas and your, your unique take on life to the delivery of those solutions. That's what all business is about, really. 
I remember we were talking in our last talk about doing whether you're doing F1 or subs or whatever it might be, but that concept of working with industry along the way is really the start of your career journey. If one is called student or sub, you are forced to go and collaborate with industry. And in a sense, that's the start of them getting out and finding out exactly what this is all about. When you look at the students, they love building their own display and they love dressing up and they love presenting things really well. I think they're starting to understand exactly how important that is. And starting the journey of a job is not when your mum tells you that McDonald's wants somebody. It's, it's got to start much earlier than that. When you finish that exam, uh, then you can walk straight into what you want to be or you've already got the job lined up. Absolutely. And McDonald's is a great training ground for a number of, of things and a whole range of skill sets that you will need no matter where you end up. But you're absolutely right. But if, if you can find out... If, most people, I certainly didn't know what I wanted to do when I left school. And I know that most kids are, are in the same the same boat. They don't have a clear idea of where they want to go. They might know what they're interested in. And, and my advice would always be pursue what you're passionate about, pursue what interests you, and then the rest will follow. But certainly, I think that having those conversations, go and offer to do work experience, offer to go and just to see what a business is, what they do. Ask them if they offer internships when you get into that tertiary stage, you've got a little bit of time on your hands, perhaps you don't have a full program of of lectures and tutes at, at uni and you've got a little bit of time. Go volunteer one day a week to go and work with a business because often you can't clarify that idea of which direction you want to take and what industries you're interested in until you actually get a taste for them. Certainly, I had no idea when I started that there was this whole industry in in print and display and, and visual communications out there. And it was only because I happened to take an opportunity that came up that was in that industry that basically set the course for much of my career. So get out there, talk to people, learn about businesses. Certainly, please learn about print, sign and display businesses. But more broadly than that, go and explore what's out there, maintain that curiosity, and, and that'll really help clarify where you can go and how you can apply your skills and your interests in the workplace. I was thinking then about the, the numbers of jobs that must be out there within these industries. I mean, there must be a desperate need for people. Uh, thinking back to Lee Martin, when I started Lee Martin, I didn't really know. I took a job because it was seemed interesting. I didn't understand the importance of print or where it fitted at the time when I started. But, but then I walked into an industry and we used to put a glad wrap on rolls. It was one of the first jobs I had and the machines were breaking down, so we had to fix it up. So we put glad wrap on the cardboard roll. That was another story in itself and even going to Lee Martin I thought this is you know is it a backyard industry and what it's like and then first time we had to go to Melbourne the boss said oh you have to fly first class I'm going what do you mean I said well in Lee Martin we only fly first class I thought this is an industry I didn't know about uh, I mean that sort of just com- uh, my ideas of the, the glamour of an industry when I'm trying to get to you know you, people say oh I'll go and work for Google but the opportunities at Google and uh, we visited Google with a whole lot of students once and I think we were all disappointed when we got there it wasn't very impressive at all but to get into a job and the first job they fly you first class around the world, I can achieve this more than I can achieve you know, this thing of going to Google or to Tesla or some of these glamour names. I think that there's industry, there are glamour industries in amongst all of this that if students get themselves involved in, they're set for life. I mean, they end up with the BMW that they've always dreamt of if they really put their effort into that process. And uh, I've always been impressed with it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and there is that. I mean, there are some very big, very big companies involved in, in print 
and and print production and and signage and and those sorts of industries. The big expo companies. I mean, every expo you walk through, it's it's like the trade stands at uh, at an F1 in schools competition, but on steroids. Oh, there are huge constructions and a whole lot of print, sign and display all to promote product in an expo setting. So, and in fact, there's a, there's a nice segue, but something that occurred to me earlier was one of the good places to find out about these industries is at an expo. And um, Visual Connections runs a range of exhibitions and trade shows and industry events. Not so much right at the moment, although we have a virtual trade show online that uh, you can go and have a little browse around if you you like. That's at our Visual Impact website. But we have a show planned for September 2021 called Packprint. And I know that a lot of students who are Melbourne-based perhaps have been to those shows before. But if you haven't, pop it in your diaries, have a look online. There's a Facebook page and we've got a LinkedIn page, a Twitter account for Packprint. And have a look at that and come along to the show. Watch cars being wrapped with with vinyl. Watch people producing stuff online. See robotics in action and how they're contributing to the industry. See what's happening in packaging and labels. All of those sorts of things. Big printed textile machines, direct-to-garment printing. These things, you can can see the whole... uh, a whole snapshot in one of those environments. So if it interests you at all, if you've enjoyed the the exposure to it in your F1s and F1 in schools project, then come along to Packprint, see it all in action and maybe look at the kind of opportunities that you might say, you know what? Actually, I love that. There's a pack there that's got electroluminescent printing and when I touch it, it lights up. That I love that. That's got a whole range of stuff happening there. So all of those kind of things, I think, again, it's about that curiosity, isn't it? It's about looking for, for things that interest you and then finding a way to pursue those. This made me think too, lasers. Most, a lot of schools are getting laser printers in and things and you'll see those at the, those exhibitions as well. So that, yeah. that allows kids to make a leap from what they're doing at school to what they're doing in a job in the in industry. Yeah, so that's right. And that laser cutting and engraving and and routing and that side of the industry is also huge. Obviously in the sign industry, you get a lot of that sort of engraved and laser cut, high precision laser cutters, which can cut out any shape from a digital file and create these wonderful things like the uh, the fan in the stands that we were talking about t- the other day, the, the, the core flute people that they sat in the footy stadiums because no one can go with with the COVID pandemic. So th- they're all cut to shape. I think I saw Osama bin Laden in one of them at Parramatta Stadium, which I thought was quite funny. Probably probably good he was made of core flute. If students are keen and they want to go and get involved, what's a way of approaching an industry or is there a way of, some way of approaching the industry or just a particular company? And, and if they're then going to talk to someone, how should they prepare for that process? What do you think that sells them when they walk in the door? So there are some some groups around, like there's a group called the Australian Schools Industry Partnership, OSIP, who actually run programs that are designed to connect students with industry. And we work very closely with them at Visual Connections and through the Australian Sign and Graphics Association to create those opportunities in that part of the sector. Again, the TAFE 
sector, I think going going through the, the, the people who are involved in the courses there are incredibly well connected. So I think that's important. And for teachers, those two areas are also a great a great source of information. You know, don't discount that vocational education sector. And it's really something where a lot of kids have talents and abilities that ideally suit that sector and so you know don't discount it that they're a, a fantastic source of information certainly there's always dr google and organizations like visual connections like the print and visual communications association is represents print businesses the australian sign and graphics association and fespa australia represent a lot of that sign display and wide format print area so there are organizations around that have resources on their websites that you can go to and you can have a look. If you look at the Visual Connections website, that'll give you a list of of our members, which are all companies which offer a range of opportunities. And certainly I know that most, if not all of our members would be thrilled to take some time and have a chat to a young person if you're interested in what they're doing. And and the trade shows, you know, come to the trade shows, talk to the people on the stands, talk to the people who are actually demonstrating these technologies. Again, a lot of our members will be there and you can get a real insight into what's happening in their specific part of the industry talk to the people in the aisles because they're the businesses that operate in the industry. If you're not walking down the street and knocking on their door, you'll find them you know, walking the aisles at a trade show. So certainly that's something that, that you can do. It's made me think then you can, every time you get the students to come in, you can put a tag and a sign around them that says, I'm looking for a job. So people in the yeah. aisles can grab them. <laughs> Peter's always saying to me, you know, we need kids knocking on doors. And I said, well, maybe push them in the doors and you get people to pick them up. It's like a, an arm comes out, grabs them and drags them in. Well, that's essentially what happened to you and I, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You walk through the door and, and uh, here I am 30 or more years later and, and still talking about print. I'm sure it was only the other year I started, but I can't remember that far back. Yeah, there you go. It happens to all of us. So this sounds like an absolutely amazing industry and I think the biggest thing for kids is to, to, to not to write it off, but to understand exactly how big it is and how, and how there are huge numbers of opportunities in that for them. Probably more useful than one might say Google or Facebook or anything like that. It's really an industry where they can turn things out and make things themselves so hopefully the kids can listen to this and go and start to search around because i think there's great opportunities in the industry yeah it's an exciting industry well, thanks very much for your time again. It's been wonderful. And I think it's a great adjunct to what we discussed the other day, which will be on a podcast just in front of this one, um, where we talk more about schools and things. But I really do appreciate your time and, and thank you and Peter Harper and Visual Connections for all of your support of all the kids that goes on. I think it's wonderful. Thank you. Thanks for giving us the opportunity to talk about our industry. My pleasure. 